welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is on how to identify your repetition compulsion patterns in relationships. Repetition compulsion pattern is a person's unconscious need to recreate past traumas in their relationships. So why do we experience repetition compulsion patterns? We experience this because the mind wants to recreate the past as a way to fix what happened to us. Our mind subconsciously is trying to rewrite history and find closure from our past traumas. Some examples of past traumas that one could experience that can trigger repetition compulsion pattern can look like being raised by emotionally unavailable parents or caregivers. This is something that I personally can relate to and actually brought me to discovering my repetition compulsion pattern. As my therapist would say, I am a feeling woman. There's a whole lot of feelings going on in here. But it took me a while to realize that my parents were emotionally unavailable. Of course, I was angry at first, but I also had to come to the understanding that this is at no fault of theirs. They were also raised by emotionally unavailable parents. So they couldn't give me the emotional attention and the emotional connection I needed as a child. Which then triggered my repetition compulsion pattern by attracting relationships, not only intimate, but also friendships, co-worker relationships, just choosing relationships where I subconsciously knew that they were not emotionally available, but my subconscious wanted to find those people and fix them to then be emotionally available for me, which will then solve my childhood experiences. I know. I know. When I realized too, I was like, girl, really? (laughs) Really? Anyways, the next trauma experience that could trigger a repetition compulsion pattern is witnessing infidelity in your childhood. So let's say your father cheated on your mom or your mom cheated on your father. Chances are you're going to end up in relationships where you're cheating or you're with someone that's cheating on you. That's repetition compulsion pattern. Another example is witnessing domestic violence as a child. Oftentimes, witness of domestic violence in childhood end up in relationships as an adult with people that either physically abuse them or they end up physically abusing others. Repetition compulsion pattern. The last example for today is being abandoned by your parents. This can also trigger attracting people that will not stay around. They do not want to stay around. They don't want to be in long-term relationships. They don't want to be with someone for the long haul. But we can be attracted to those people because they're familiar to us. They remind us of our caregivers or our parents, our loved ones, and we want to change that past. So we attract these people trying to fix them and trying to change them. And we just keep ourselves stuck in this repetition compulsion pattern. There are many more examples of past traumas. These are not the only ones, but these are the popular ones that most people experience. So what are the tips on identifying your repetition compulsion patterns? Today, I have five tips to help you identify and determine your repetition compulsion patterns. 
Number one, reflect on the past. As the lovely Maya Angelou once said, you can't really know where you are going until you know where you have been. The main reason we get stuck in repetition compulsion pattern is because we are not fully aware of the details of the traumas we experience. It's locked up somewhere in our subconscious. We have an idea that maybe childhood wasn't that great, but we don't really know what happened. We don't really know how we feel about it. We just kind of accept it and moved on. When the trauma lives in the subconscious, our subconscious calls the shots on the decisions that we make. This is why you find yourself just attracted to someone. You're like, I don't really know why I'm attracted to them. I just feel attracted to them. Like something in me just feels drawn to them. Sis, that is your repetition compulsion pattern talking, okay? Being drawn to someone, not knowing what it is, that's your subconscious doing the work, okay? So to identify your pattern, you'll need to recall and validate your traumatic experiences and how they made you feel. Personally, for me, I discovered this through therapy. I discovered this specifically through cognitive behavioral therapy. For others, maybe talking it through with family members that you trust that can validate your experience and not gaslight you might be helpful. Or through meditation. I'm not really sure, but I can only give you advice on my experience and what worked for me. And that's why I'm only going to recommend therapy for this one. There are other specialties outside of cognitive behavioral therapy that can work for you. But my experience was with cognitive behavioral therapy. And based on my research, that seems to be the highly recommended one to really revisit your childhood experiences and really recognize the feelings and the impact it had on you. It worked for me. Being able to go back in time and really talk through all these experiences that I had and how it made me feel allowed me to see the bigger picture. And it allowed me to see things for what they really are. Number two, identify similarities. Once you're able to recover memories of your experiences and you're able to identify how they made you feel, now you want to review your current relationships and you want to look for similarities. I have four questions that can help you reflect and determine similarities from your current relationships and the relationships you had in your past traumas. I'm not only talking intimate relationships. I'm talking relationships with your family. I'm talking relationships with your friends. Intimate relationships as well. Relationships with coworkers. All of that. The first question. Are your present relationships leaving you feeling the same way you felt in your past traumatic experiences? This is why it's important to determine what your traumatic experiences are and how it made you feel. Because you want to be able to compare accurately. So you sit with yourself. Is this friendship making me feel as lonely as I felt in my past experiences? Is this friendship making me feel unseen? Do I feel angry all the time when I'm in this intimate relationship? These are the questions to ask yourself. The second question is, are you playing the same roles you did in your past traumatic experiences in your current relationships? So let's say in your past experiences, you had to be the fixer or you had to be the one that everybody could count on. Is that the same role this current relationship require you to play as well? Third question, are your intimate relationships similar to what you witnessed as a child? Like we said before, let's say there was infidelity in the household. Is there infidelity in your current relationship? Or let's say you had a parent that had an addiction problem. 
Are you with someone with an addiction problem now? Do you have an addiction problem? The fourth question and the last question. Are you constantly bonding with people that treat you the same way your parents or your caregivers treated you? This might be hard to face, but it's so necessary. If the response to the questions I listed are yes, then you are now consciously aware of your repetition compulsion pattern. You can now see how the past is repeating itself. Again, with another beautiful Maya Angelou quote, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. Now that you can say to yourself, I am in a fucking repetition compulsion pattern. My mama treated me like shit. Now my man treated me like shit. Or my father treated me like shit. Now my best friend treated me. If these are accurate for you, now you know. The ball is now in your conscious court. You can now work to break the pattern. Congrats. Number three. Identify your role. This is the first step to change. Once you've decided, oh shoot, I see where I'm repeating shit. Now is your opportunity to say, all right, so how am I going to change this? First step is identifying your role. You want to understand that the reason you attract the relationships you attract is because it's connected to your past traumas and your need to fix it. Take that responsibility. Identify the role you play in this. This is not a time to start pointing fingers and say, this person treated me like shit or this person was terrible to me. Listen, you played a role in this too. And the great part about playing a role in something is that now you know better so you can change the role you play. Another tip for identifying your role is understanding that your relationship picker is a bit faulty. It's a little broken, okay? And it's going to require some work and attention To fix it, you have to understand that your relationship picker has built a habit that no longer serves you. You don't need to keep attracting people with similar traits as your past traumatic experiences in order to fix them and find closure for that trauma. You don't need to do that anymore. And you also know that it doesn't work because you've been doing it for a long time and it ain't work, okay? So now you know that your relationship picker is a little broken and it's completely fine. It's nothing to chastise yourself for. It's nothing to feel bad about. But the fact that you know now, now you have to do better. You can no longer just get into a relationship because you feel drawn to someone. You can't just get into relationships just because this magical attraction is bringing you to them. You have to thoroughly think about how they make you feel and how it relates to your past experiences. Does this person have the skills and the qualities to love you the way you deserve and want to be loved. These are things that you need to start thinking about now when you go back out there and you start making new friends, building new chosen families, going on dates to make new intimate connections. These are things that you need to know that, hey girl, your relationship picker is a little off. It's not on point because if you just let it do what it wants to do without actively thinking about how things make you feel, You're going to keep choosing the same people that make you feel like your past traumas. Number four, give up control of others. (laughs) Give up control of others. Give up control of others. Give up control of others. Y'all, I had to learn this the hard way. A major part of repetition compulsion pattern is control. Because you're trying to find people 
that subconsciously you know cannot meet your needs, but you're trying to find them, control them to then meet your needs. And that's unhealthy and a waste of time because it don't work. It's not their job to fix your traumatic experiences. Instead, consciously find people who already have the traits you require to feel loved. And this has to go into a whole nother episode because oftentimes we are not attracted to those people that love us the way we want to be loved. Imagine that. (laughs) Oftentimes we are literally grossed out by people that are emotionally available in a way that we crave. And this is because we're so comfortable with our traumatic experiences. This is our comfort zone. Even though we hate it, even though it makes us feel like shit, we are comfortable with it. So we often reject those that give us the love that we say we want. So that's a whole nother episode for future. But give up trying to control others and just find people that have those skills already. And hope and pray and do the work you need to do to keep them. Number five and the last tip for today. Accept the past. Accept the past and the people in your past for who they are. No one is ever going to change because you want them to. No amount of hurt you experience would motivate anyone to change if they don't have the internal urge to change themselves. So accept the people in your lives for who they are. You don't need to keep complaining to them about how shitty they make you feel. If you've already said it a few times, if you said it a million and one time and they still haven't changed, they do not have the tools to change or want to have the tools. So accept them for who they are and allow them in your life the way you can. Set boundaries. Figure out the level of relationship you want with them, if any, and accept that. Accept that you cannot change others, but you can change the role you play in the relationship. Thank you very much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is a major epiphany, life realization for me that it really shook me up. It really changed the way I look at a lot of things and I look at my relationships. I just know for sure that there's someone out there that needs this information to really take a step back and look at the way their relationship is working. I hope this helps you. I hope that you're able to find real genuine love that you deserve from realizing this. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Love ya. Bye. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. Thank mm-hmm. you.